Welcome to Don't Worry You're Enough podcast. I'm Diane Roberts. And I'm Michaela Tuchek. So Friday night, we're eating dinner out um, by Fenwell Hall. And Mike is seeing a lot of people walking around wearing t-shirts that are representative of wrestlers in (laughs) WWE, which Mike is all about, right? So he's like, I'm seeing more than like one person in a t-shirt. Like, what the heck is going on? They film live for WWE SmackDown every Friday night. They're always in a different city. So he goes online and he's like, what are the chances that they're in Boston? They were in Boston. Okay. Stop. So the show started at like 745. It was like 530 that we're finishing up dinner. We were like, oh, we're going. So we walk back to our hotel. (laughs) We buy the tickets we walked 20 minutes to um, TD Gardens, I believe it was called there, the Giant Center. And uh, we sat we, there. So there's only one. So they take arenas, like basketball arenas and like that. Mm-hmm. They cut them in half. There's uh, audiences. can. It's kind of like a thrust theater when you think about it because there's this giant um, TV screen and like a little entranceway where the people come in and out. So there's mm-hmm. one side of that arena that is filmed. We were on the side that it wasn't. Um, okay. But you still got, we were high high enough up that we got to see everything. It was super cool. So that was my first time. Mike has been to a couple tapings before, a couple shows. But it was awesome because I have never been a WWE person. I think it would be so much fun. I, it was I'm so fun. Either, like but... now I'm seeing all these people live. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're real. Um it was really good. It was really fun. That was the most spontaneous thing I think we did. He probably had this awesome. huge smile across his face. Like, I can't he believe was in, we're he here. Was, he was in heaven. Did he buy anything while he was there? No. Like, no. <laughs> no. Just being there was enough. Yeah. So my thing was the tea was, house. Like, into the merch. Oh, no. My thing was the tea house, and his thing was the, the SmackDown. So we both did. That's hilarious. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> it was, like, perfect. It was absolutely perfect. So that was super, super fun. The next night, uh, we went to, funny enough, um, we go to, like, this restaurant that's, like, a couple blocks from um, our hotel, and we get dinner. Um, we find a restaurant a couple other blocks away that has, like, a gluten-free lava cake because, again, I'm all about the dessert. And I'm like, the first thing I look at on the menu is it's like, what kind of dessert do you have? <laughs> so um, we had drinks and um, like a gluten-free lava cake to kind of celebrate our like one week anniversary. So then we're there another day. And again, all these we're doing like the walking and all the stuff. And it's kind of like we try to go first thing in the morning. We try to like then nap the rest of the afternoon because we're hot and like sweaty and tired. Sure. And we try to venture out back in the evening. At night. Yeah. Um, Boston is, if you're not used to big cities or large groups of people it's very overwhelming mike did not like boston for the fact that it was very overwhelming and so that was probably the most heated it's too many people it's yeah so it's many hot. people it's so many people yeah it's it's touristy. a lot it's, it's a lot yeah. it's a lot um he's never been to new york city which i say if you can't make it in boston you sure as heck ain't gonna make it in new york city because it's 10 times mm-hmm. worse um, yeah, it doesn't bother me as much as long as you're like, you like, you keep your head down and just move. You know what I mean? Like know where you want to go and go. Don't just like hang out on the sidewalk. Cause there's people coming I'm, and going. I'm with Mike. I don't yeah. like, <laughs> I don't like to be around a ton of people and I would be the same way. I, mm-hmm. I'd be like, um, good. I don't need to be around this many people. Yeah. So that's where tensions were most high, even with us. Um, 
but we were we worked through all of the things and um we're better and stronger for it but um the honeymoon is not all you know sunshine and rainbows it's still real life but you're on a trip which is kind of cool but sometimes you don't agree on what to do where to go or how many naps have we taken <laughs> like do we need to take one more nap it's stressful and he just needed a lot of rest and um, he was exactly right. We did. So the things that we didn't see were okay because we saw what we needed to see in the time that we were able to see. It sure. In. So no regrets. Um, if I were to go back again, I definitely go back in the fall. Cool. And you get a little <laughs> tired too, because Absolutely. it is, a, it is a lot of traveling. And so you're also adding temperature on top of that. You're adding travel, like drive time. Vacation, as much as it is fun, can also be tiring. Like, absolutely. Also, I'm sure by like the third or fourth day, you're like, I cannot eat out one more time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, because you have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner out unless you are, because you're not staying anywhere long yeah. enough to like get groceries Correct. or something. Correct. So, yeah. it, it can get a little trying on your diet, absolutely. you know, and on your brain. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, I will say, like, for my diet, because I went in with a lot of restrictions, like, there were certain things that I couldn't avoid that I was allergic to, but I did okay. Sure. Um, But overall, like, I tried to eat something different everywhere I went. And we learned, too, on our trip, because, again, this was, like, a learning adventure for both of us, because we'd never been anywhere like Boston before, but anywhere for that extended period of time. And so we learned that Michaela needs to be eating food every couple hours not a full-blown meal yes I had snacks with me but I also need to like stop and eat like (laughs) real food Um, and Mike can go for longer periods of time and not necessarily eat so that was a good learning curve as far as like Michaela needs to be fed like on a schedule like a baby (laughs) I'm the same way I'm the same way Jason can can doesn't have to eat all day long but I have to eat like I need to be I need to be hydrated all the time and I need to be eating at least every couple hours. Because I think for Mike, like he reacted to needing to rest a lot. I reacted. I needed to eat because, again, on vacation, you're off your regular eating schedule. So you got You're at the mercy of, again, where you're staying, where you're able to walk or drive to. Um, Mm -hmm. And we had options galore. So there was no issue with that. Um, It's just kind of navigating everything, which we did it so one of the other places in boston they actually had like an old um kind of like historic site like brick roads all the buildings are brick we went to the bell in hand which is the oldest bar slash tavern in boston Um, oh i've heard about this yeah yeah, like where all the presidents went and stuff yep Yep. okay so we went there there was another rest place that we went to called the green dragon um it actually actually had a photo in there um and we believe it was from the um, filming of the movie 1776. So that was really cool. Um, so cool little history, like here, there, and everywhere. It's like you look somewhere and there's something mm. um, that means something to our nation's history. So that was very cool. We're in there the weekend in Boston, and then we are ready to go to Salem. And Salem's about 30, 40 minutes north um, of okay. Boston. So make it there in good time. And we stayed at the Nathaniel Hawthorne Inn. Nathaniel Hawthorne is an author who wrote um, The Scarlet Letter, um, the, the House of the Seven Gables. 
Oh, okay. Um, that was one of his um, other. Uh, yeah, so he was American novelist, dark romantic, and short story writer. His works focus on history, morality, and um, religion. So he was born in 1804 in Salem, Massachusetts. Was it his house or? No, it was just a okay. hotel. Okay. Super, super cool. Very, very lovely. Just absolutely lovely. Um, and, haunted? Uh, haunted. It is haunted. <gasps> so we stayed on the third floor. No, I would never. And um, we, I think the room, the, the whole shape of the hotel kind of like the rooms kind of like follow like a giant U shape pattern because um, it's a very like square building. And so we were in room 302, the most haunted room in the whole hotel, no. the entire hotel, was room 325. So we oh, were okay, across okay. the way okay. I was like, from the no. most haunted room. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> No, really. Um, funny, so I was, like, sleeping. The first night, I slept right by the air conditioning, and I got, like, really stuffy and, like, a sore throat and everything. Um, even though it was a haunted hotel, like, that was that was the worst I did not sleep very well. So maybe I was haunted in my sleep and I didn't know it. But Mike will believe that he saw something. So um, you go up this grand staircase and then uh, we went to the stairs instead of using the elevators because your girl also doesn't do elevators. But it was a quick half a flight up the stairs to our room. Um, As soon as we open up the door, like our room is right there. So it's like it was perfect location. So from the lobby, you go up this beautiful carpeted staircase and then you just kind of walk in a L shape to the stairs. But when you walk up the grand staircase, there's like a couple of little seating areas and like a, a room for like banquets. Because this place hosts weddings and events. It's they had huge. a giant ballroom. If I got married again, I'd get married at the Hawthorne Inn because it was absolutely beautiful. Um, tall ceilings, very elegant, ornate. Um, and so Mike is walking up the stairs. There's a little seating area. And um, there's a guy there and he heard him coughing. So... Mike like goes around the corner you can still see into the room and Mike said as soon as he walked around the corner and and, uh past the room but he could there's a door open that he could see into it the guy wasn't there but he still heard coughing was it a real guy was it a ghost who's to say but that was our only ghost encounter shall I say um the hotel had a tavern and a breakfast place in there all historic very very cool um, so we ate there for dinner one night or lunch one day, and we um, had breakfast there. So it was all very, very, very good. Um, Salem. Salem was the best, the best place. We had such a good time. It was very much our speed. Um, if Boston was, was like a, lot a of people 10, there or no? um, there was quite a few, but it wasn't as like packed as Boston. Congested. Yeah. Correct. Boston is like a can of sardines. But in Salem, like, you very much have, like, your bubble and no one's, like, infecting your space with their presence. Um, mm. More spaced out. Salem is the home of the Salem Witch Trials that happened in 1692. Lots of little um, museums and places. So we went to what was called the, um, I believe it was called the Witch's Dungeon or just the Dungeon. So that was actually in a church. They had a little, mm. um, like, a 15-minute play with two women. It was an excerpt from Arthur Miller's The Crucible. The and Crucible. And we had a woman. That's what I was trying Crucible. to remember. Yep. But that's not the thing. Yep. Okay. That's what yep. I was trying to remember. Yes. So um, we had a, a, a woman who was our tour guide in that building. Um, she told us a little bit of history before the play. And then afterwards, we went downstairs where they replicated 
um, the dungeons where they where they jailed the the witches. So scary. Witches. Yeah. It was very dark. Um, mannequins are everywhere, you know, because they're in costume, and obviously, like you can keep a mannequin there twenty four seven and don't have to pay them because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would be miserable. So just the it was it was it was terrifying. Like not scary as in like ooh like, but just terrifying in the sense that spoiler alert, there were over two hundred people convicted as witches, uh, men and women included. Um, they only um, twenty people, nineteen twenty people, were actually lost their lives. Every single person was innocent. This was just a mass hysteria. Mm. People were going nuts. People were accusing neighbors. Um, mostly, it was kind of like a land battle. As opposed to, um, you really did something. So, funny enough, in all these trials, there was this um, little thing called spectral evidence. Where it was basically invisible evidence that townspeople would give on behalf of, you know, Sarah, who's on trial as a witch. And because they saw an invisible bird flying around Sarah's house, she could be convicted as a witch. So, like, just absolutely insane Mm -mm. um so so 20 people died total 19 were hanged um and one man was pressed to death they laid him flat on his back they piled stones on him until he could no longer breathe um oh mg insane absolutely insane so that was actually like the best tour of the whole entire place it's like award-winning recommend it's like very short but it's still very good there's another place we went to that you're you're with a bunch of people in like a room. It's dark and um, it's more or less like someone narrates stuff to you. But there's little stages all throughout this giant place that you look up in and it all depicts different scenes. So that was still very good. Um, there's a lot more hype about that place. I think it's like the Salem, like the Salem Museum or something. And it's, you're like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I'm glad we did the dungeon one first because that w- we started out on a really good note. That one was fine. There's just a lot more hype about it. <laughs> mm. um, the OK Museum, we had a part one and a part two. So the part two was a very small um, walk around the room that was narrated to you. And it kind of was so interesting to know that 1600s, 1700s, everywhere, you know, whoever was deemed a witch was a regular person, a regular person, a regular human in regular clothes, mm. living their regular lives. When you kind of get to 19, the 1930s, when they filmed The Wizard of Oz, that's where the image of witches really changed to riding brooms, having green skin and having pointed hats. That didn't exist until Hollywood, actually. So that was really mm. interesting to know that the witches that we're associated with today, even like... Um, like the Sanderson sisters and Hocus Pocus, like that all of their getup was obviously very, um, you know, Hollywood. But when these people were being accused, like cauldrons didn't exist, you know, and it was just like it was just regular people. So just knowing that was really cool. Hocus Pocus, the movie, real quickly, um, a lot of it was filmed in Salem. The Sanderson sisters actually never filmed in Salem. They only filmed in L.A., but um, the house, the house for the party, we went to that house, um, a couple different other locations. So that was really cool. Um, That's fun. That was really fun. So we we went to, again, there was another cemetery there. Um, we had to walk really far out of town to go to Proctor's Ledge. John Proctor was um, one of the from men the who lost his life. He was also from the Crucible. So Proctor's Ledge, if you, if you're, if you don't know what you're looking for, you can completely walk by and miss it. 
it's this little little part of earth that has just the like the heads like not headstones but um slabs of stone with the names and their dates of um death and that's it like nothing else so that it's not as glamorous of a memorial as other places um Mm. but that was the ledge where um the 19 uh men and women i think it was like eight 17 women and two men um were hanged so that was it was really powerful but like there were houses and like traffic lights around it so it wasn't like this quiet eerie place it was just like oh here it is right which which if i think about it like you know 400 years ago that probably was very much out of town in the woods in the woods yeah Yeah, like so yeah it's interesting with all the modern architecture around it to know how far it was from the main city center it was like oh that's quite interesting well, and it was also, if you think about that time, too, and, and, and maybe I'm you can correct me if I'm wrong, but hanging people, burning people at the stake, all of that was, like, a town event. Yeah. So people actually, like, went out, yep. and they brought their kids, yep. and it, it just seems like such a crazy thing to do, but, yeah. you know, that they're like, hmm, let's go see a hanging, kids, yeah. let's go into yeah, town, absolutely. you know, and, and they... and. And they got to witness that. Yeah. I think that's so gross. Yeah. It's really sad. But that was that time, I guess. And, yeah. and me being a woman, knowing the time that I'm living in now with everything that's politicized and um, everything, I kept commenting to Mike, like, what a terrible time to be a woman in the 16, in the late 1600s. Like, because you don't know. You don't know if you're going to be alive one day or in jail the next. Um, many, many, many women. And it continued children died. on. It continued. Yes. Yeah, and it continued on hundreds of years after because Jason and I went to the West Virginia, in, uh, it's actually, it's called the West Virginia Insane mm-hmm. Asylum, and they told us, and that was in the, I want to say, 1800s, all it took, for, and it was mostly women that were in this insane asylum, because all it took was for two, was to have two witnesses of whatever, so if, 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 Mike didn't like what you were doing and, and he was sick of you and wanted to get rid of you. He could get his buddy and say, Michaela is showing signs of crazy. Like she's crazy. She tried to kill me. And all it took was just two people's w- as witnesses. And you were in that insane asylum for the rest of your life. Oh like it was that mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. So it seems like it seems very similar in that yeah. it was like, we think that you're a yep. witch. You can't. There's no, I mean, this sounds like pre-court case. You yes. Know, like it's, I mean, yes. the crucible is a court like case. But, so they did do those types of things, but they were like, there's, you cannot, there's no rebuttal. Like, yes, it, it's like, what's the point? Absolutely. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like, what's the point? You can't defend yourself. You're a witch. Bye. And <laughs> when we were at the, uh, the witch's dungeon, our tour guide, um, I learned so much from that one thing that I've never known before. Two things. Number one, it was at that point in history where there was no judicial system even in that city or surrounding cities. So they were trying okay. to make up cases. It's not like they like they had a judge and they had a sheriff, but there was no law. So people were making it up as mm. they went. So it wasn't kind of like you have sure. to go through all of this again. You know, no lawyers, your your jurors are your neighbors who have accused you. So already there's a strike against you. Number one, number two, for being a woman. In the United States, um, and I know especially for for Salem, any time that you would hear about witches being burned at the stake, that is mostly a European thing. 
because the European witch hunt went on for year, hundreds and hundreds of years. The Salem witch trials was just um, was several years. Um, and then it kind of like as quickly as it came, it died. For other areas of the country in our neck of the woods, um, I don't believe that anyone was burned. But tons of people jailed, sane asylums, hanged, that kind of thing. So um, anytime you hear which is being burned. I think that was primarily a European way. So for it being such a short time in our history, it makes me think why people are so obsessed with it. And Mm -hmm. it probably is because of the crucible. Yeah. Like these historic, like literary, you know, all these books that kept it alive for people. Yes. Yes. And even walking through that town and knowing that, Hey guys, in, you know, 300 odd years, like, witches are going to be celebrated like it's so crazy how something was so taboo and but people are going to come here and, and give it yeah. time and you're going to have millions of people come and visit like your graves and like those night those 20 people's names are never going to be forgotten like that's insane to me um mm-hmm. thinking back to like families in jail cells and everything like that so it was very it was a very very powerful city not super spooky i believe but it. it was just very powerful and the the houses were just gorgeous um every house in, i believe in downtown had a little plaque on it in the corner that would say when it was built and who it was built for so that was really cool you got to see like this house was built for john smith back in 1805 and he was a carpenter or he was a masonry or he was a he was in the church like that was super, super cool. It was just absolutely gorgeous architecture, very colonial. Um, houses are all different colors, but brick and just, it was just beautiful. How long were you there for? We were only there for two days. Um, Plymouth and Boston, we were in was for that three enough days. Time? What we would have liked to have happen was we would have liked an extra day in Salem. We would have taken that third day from Boston and put it in Salem. Um, that's what we would have done. But we did everything that we wanted to do. It just would have been nice for to have another day. Mm-hmm. Salem had the best food of any city. It was so, 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 so good. Um, really, really cool, really eclectic, lots of little shops and boutiques. Um, one thing we went to that wasn't necessarily, like, witch-related was we went to this, um, like, wax museum, Emporium, and, like, the whole thing was horror-related. So it was, like, a... Th- 15 20 minute you know got walk through it and i was terrified the entire time i'm like oh god it was it was awesome mike absolutely loved it that's his thing he's all for it so it kind of just goes through the history of horror movies and with all of these wax Mm -hmm. figures representing different movies you know what was so surprising about that for me the Phantom of the Opera was represented. The original movie from, I think, the fifth, from 53, yeah, 54. Scary. I had no idea. Of course, when you think Phantom of the Opera now, Broadway, it's very uh, family-friendly in a way that it was not back in the 50s. So it was just, I was shocked to know that that was in the canon of horror, which now it makes sense. The wax, It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was scary. And it was so well done. Like, wax figures obviously look very real. But you had... Um, you had everything from like Frankenstein to Stranger Things. They had something from Stranger Things represented. Carrie the musical, aliens like different kind of aliens and like Halloween, uh, the Halloween movie, like the Freddy was Freddy was Freddy. Yeah, he was from that. So like him and other yeah. such characters, like those movies, I will never see because yeah. it's not my jam. 
but um yeah it was so cool and so like terrifying <laughs> cool one of the last things we did was um uh, we finally did a uh we did a self-guided tour but mike downloaded this app and i'll have to ask him what app it was if not we can put it in our show notes um it was a, uh, an app that you could do self-guided tours and you can do this anywhere in the country so if you're in colorado if you're in south carolina if you're in like gettysburg boston salem like wherever we wish we would have done this in boston but we didn't if we could go back and do it we would but we did it in salem so we did a little like ghost walk so we each shared an earbud and we started at the house that was used the outside of the house that was used as the party house um in hocus pocus so you start there there's a beautiful garden in the back some one of the sisters who lived there died it's haunted all the things so you're walking along to different things like the salem inn you're walking to a restaurant that had a tunnel underneath that was used for like smuggling stuff super interesting so that was awesome that was so so cool we go to a building that was once a jail that harry houdini himself was in it and actually like did a whole little like escape thing from he wasn't actually Mm -hmm. jailed but he was able to escape that was super super cool that was like probably the icing on the cake it was a like a 20 20 30 minute walk you take your time you can pause the app if you need to um the guy who read it was british and funny and that that was really cool like you spend maybe two minutes at this place he tells you about a haunting or something weird that happens and what people say and it was just great so that was a really really good time really good food there was one morning we went to breakfast we went to this really cool eclectic like coffee shop in the day bar in the evening that they had gluten-free crepes shut the very front door (laughs) so good what was awesome was this um the last night we were there tuesday we went to a restaurant that we had eaten the night before we had all you can eat tacos mike ordered a margarita and then we walked on the other side of town and we had ice cream so we like reenacted our whole wedding menu the last night of our honeymoon which was like (laughs) super super fun (laughs) because you can never go wrong with tacos margaritas and ice cream that sounds amazing Um, and then the very last thing we then we leave and go home we split the day up like, the we travel two ask, days like if you broke it up um, again on your way home yep, yep so we first day we drove back six hours <clears throat> and we went to batavia new york which is right in between um buffalo and um rochester and so we actually stayed at a place called batavia downs it is a casino and horse race track super cool it had absolutely nothing to do with the whole theme of the uh, the uh, honeymoon but just super cool so we had um we had dinner reservations in the sinatra room so sinatra clearly was there at some point there were windows that faced the track it was um the guys are on little carts behind so they're not actually yeah. on the horses like the derby yeah so that was interesting we did not bet on any of the horses because i had no idea what to do but it was so cool dinner was fabulous and then you got like a little voucher if you were like a, a guest at the hotel and um, you got to like go to the casino. The casino was huge. Oh, my gosh. Like Jack Casino in downtown Cleveland is obviously like the biggest. But this one was like you clearly got lost. So it felt like five minutes ended up being two hours. And we just played the petty machines. At one yeah. point, I was up $10 and then I was like, you know what? Let's go big or go home. And then I lost everything. I know. I um, I love gambling, do. but I 
can also turn it off too. Like it's not an addiction for me. I can just be like, I'm good. Like I lost my money. I just play for fun. You know? Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. I was addicted. I was like, let's keep going. But Mike's like, um, I know it's hard. (laughs) You got to know when to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was, it was super crazy. Um, but that was really cool. That was really fun. That's only four hours away from us. So it's like, Hey, if we ever want to like, that's nice. No, that's good to know. Cause we love to go to casinos and just like get away and things like that. It's so so fun. And it's kind of, it's off the highway, but it's, um, it's kind of not really by anything else, which is kind of nice. Um, and there's several different like restaurants, like in that whole facility. So it was really very cool. Mm -hmm. So that was a really good time. And then, um, we came home and I was sick for a week just like a, a like a cold like I'm exhausted like we, Mike calculated it and we walked like around 45 miles the whole trip <laughs> right <laughs> right so now we need a vacation oh, from man. our vacation and just sleep <laughs> yeah but it was so fun need to recover well it sounds about right that you would get sick at the end of it because it's like this culmination like okay now i'm home and i can rest yeah. because uh the honeymoon sounded very busy it was very busy so as as lovely as yes. it was it just sounded very busy and and it was relaxing i'm it sure really to was. some respects but i think the tr- i remember when you telling me that you were going to drive through new england or go to a multiple locations i remember i think i remember saying to him like you need to rest that the um the travel time even though you think that like oh that's not so bad yeah. it's like driving six hours even halfway is a it's, lot it ta- like to drive. it takes like, everything that's your out of you whole morning or your whole almost most of your day yeah. you know for that yep. like just to drive yeah so as much as we did we rested so it was a it was a lovely combination um but it was really good to be home it was really good to see our puppy again and uh, start to like unpack from the wedding and begin married life. So it was great. Awesome. Yay. Well, I'm so glad that you had such a fun time. It sounds amazing. And I'm sure you're like recovering still yes. to this day. Yes. <laughs> so it was a lovely trip. It sounds amazing. I'm so glad you shared it. Thank you for listening to all of it. it was, it's fun to reminisce. I'm sure. So I want, so now after hearing all that, it makes me want to go to Salem. I wanted to do that. I, we've been meaning to go, you know, do a trip like that. It's just, we never took the time because we're the same way. We don't want to fly. We would prefer to drive and stop in little towns along the way. Um, So it makes me more like interested in doing that. You know, it makes me like, oh, oh, now I want to plan for this. And I want to go to the Cranberry, like the place that you went to. So thank you for sharing and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. Also, it would mean so much to us if you would rate and review the podcast. We can't wait to see you for our next episode.